Welcome to my homestead, y'all. I'm your host, Jenny Veliki, also known as the Funky Farm Girl. I'm working to create a home with a little farm, a little faith, a lot of food, and a bit of funky. I'm learning all about growing and preserving our food supply, raising chickens and children, and becoming more self-sufficient while leaning hard on Jesus. And I want to take you along for the ride. So grab yourself a cup of something wonderful, and let's visit a while. I'm your host, Jenny Veliki, also known as the Funky Farm Girl, and this is episode 80, our real food journey. Today's episode is brought to you by Abundance Plus. Abundance Plus is an amazing streaming channel full of information for homesteaders and wannabe homesteaders. If you want to know more about gardening, homesteading skills, baking, raising animals, all the things homestead related, then you need Abundance Plus. For as low as $5.99 a month, you can watch commercial-free content that will help you go from apartment to homestead and help you do all the things that you need on a homestead once you're there. Um, I feel like this is a valuable, valuable resource um, If I have free time to sit and watch TV, this is the kind of thing I want to be watching. So check out the link in the show notes to find out more about Abundance Plus. And be sure to use the code FUNKY10 to save 10% off your um, streaming fee. Now... Before we get into today's episode, our real food journey, I want to give you an update on what's happening on the homestead. So um, last week we moved our chickens. Uh, We moved a crew of about seven chickens into the garden to till up all the grass and the weeds and all that kind of thing. And um, then yesterday we had a hawk that came in and took one of my chickens and killed it and so we have decided that we do not want to risk any more of our chickens to do that and so today Michael will be tilling the garden for me um, once he's home from work so that we can get started getting it ready covering it with the wood chips and really getting ready to plant putting the garden prep into high gear so yesterday Joe Biden Um, was giving a speech and he said that um, there will be food shortages, that it's going to be a real issue because sanctions are going to affect more than just Russia. And I know on here we have talked a lot about get your house in order and we have also talked a lot um, or you've seen different things on my Instagram page about cooking from scratch. And so you're like, that all looks great. I really wish I could do all that. But if you're a typical American or, you know, I have an international audience here. If you're a typical person anywhere in the world who lives in a neighborhood, buys all their food at the grocery store, 
how exactly do you start a real food journey? How exactly do you start cooking from scratch? Um, so today I wanted to share our journey to eating from scratch and building a storage pantry. And I'm doing it in hopes that seeing the small ways that we started will help you to come up with your own plan and see that you don't have to bite off more than you can chew. Um, you can start small, you can build over time, and it really will make a huge difference in the way you eat and in the way you shop for food. So, um, from the very beginning of our marriage, Michael's income has been variable. He works um, as an automotive technician for Honda, and the way car technicians are paid is based on the labor hours of a job they do. Um, if a job is assigned four labor hours, then he gets paid four hours. And if he's not working on a car, he doesn't make any money. And so that inevitably for us meant that he was getting pretty good paychecks in the summer, higher paychecks in the summer. But then in the winter, it would slow down and, and business would be slower. And so we would just have lower paychecks in the wintertime. And that made it really difficult to budget for groceries because, you know, one month we'd have a lot of money and one month we wouldn't have as much. And so it made it hard to plan. And so what I began to do is I started stocking up in the higher paychecks so that when we had the lower paychecks, we had stuff that would keep until then um, so that we did not have to buy as many groceries um, during those leaner months. So I started stocking up first off on starches because they're cheap and they're filling and they're shelf stable. Okay, so I bought things like rice and pasta and instant potatoes. And I would buy several packages at a time and I would stack them um, in my pantry. I put some in a closet um, just to be able to have another place to put it because we didn't have a ton of room. Um, and over time, I just began to collect those things. I also started um, to replace one with two. And I've talked about this in the Get Your House in Order episode. Um, please go back and listen to that episode if you have not heard it. It is really essential to understanding the best way to get started. Um, I really lay out a specific plan for you there. Um, but in our experience, we started with um, replacing one with two. So if I ran out of mayonnaise, instead of just buying one jar to replace the mayonnaise, I also bought a jar to keep in the pantry. Um, instead of buying just one thing of peanut butter or ranch dressing or um, cereal or whatever it was, I would buy two to replace. And that really helped with um, some of the things that, um, like the mayonnaise and the, and the peanut butter, that they lasted us a while. So then when it was time to buy it again, we didn't have to because we already had one. And so then when I would take the one from the pantry to put it in the refrigerator um, or open it to begin using it, then I would go ahead and buy two more. Um, so that way that I always had extra. Then in 2014, Michael had a triple stroke. And that completely changed the way we 
did life. Um, it changed the way we did our schedule and the stress and all those types of things. We stopped going full throttle on everything. Um, we also started slowly converting from a standard American diet to a whole foods diet. We started concentrating on dinners that had protein and produce. And then we would add a starch um, for our kids because they were still growing. And so that was the beginning of me cooking from Whole Foods. And I remember that I didn't know how to do anything other than either brown ground beef or, you know, cook chicken in a pan and then add some steamed vegetables. And it seemed very boring to me. And so one of the things I really started doing was buying spices, lots and lots of spices. And I bought a lot of them in bulk because it was, you know, for the same price, you could get a little bitty store at the grocery store, a little bitty jar at the grocery store, or you could get a big bag online um, from Essential Organics. And so I began to do little swaps like that. As I would run out of a spice, I would buy a bigger container of it. And I began experimenting with what spices and things worked best with my chicken and my veggies or my ground beef and whatever I was putting with it. Um, I learned how to make soup from scraps. Um, I just all kinds of different little things like that. I learned how to make taco seasoning mix. I started really, really small. And over time, we began to make other kinds of swaps. We started baking from scratch. And that was something that I loved to do already. And so learning how to do it from scratch instead of from a mix was um, so much fun. And as I did that, I began to notice that I needed more quality ingredients. Um, so I began to buy unbleached flour instead of regular white flour. I began to buy cane sugar instead of just plain white sugar. I began to buy quality salt um, instead of just white table salt. Uh, and I began to understand um, why those things were important, what made those things um, more nutritious and better for my family, and so I began to do things like that. I also swapped out real butter for mar from margarine. I had been buying margarine simply based on price, you know, and I would say, I'm on a budget. Butter is expensive. Um, but we made that switch. And um, I didn't realize until the other day how long ago it had been that we had made that switch. Um, I was watching a video on Instagram. It was like a little reel and it was explaining the different oils and everything that make up what margarine is and why they're unhealthy for us. And as I'm watching that video sitting there at the kitchen table, Georgia comes in and she goes, what's margarine? She had no context for margarine. She had never in a time that she could remember had eaten margarine, even knew what it was. And so to me, that was a little milestone moment to say, wow, 
My kids only ever remembered real butter and not margarine. Um, I also had to figure out how to organize my stockpile and um, how to find places to store things. And I just, over the years, have just learned to be creative. That food doesn't have to be in the kitchen. That supplies don't have to be in the kitchen. I have a large portion of stuff in my garage right now. Um, I also have some stuff in a closet um, and in my kitchen. So you can make the most of the space you have. The important thing is, is that you're organized and you have a system to it so that you're rotating food and you're using the first bought things first um, and the most recent things that you bought last so that um, you're using things up before they expire, or before they go stale and things like that. So by the time we moved out here, to the country three years ago this week. Um, my pantry was 75 to 80% whole foods. So it took about five years of gradual changes. And honestly, y'all, even when we moved out here, it wasn't until I started unpacking the boxes that had the pantry food in it that I realized how little packaged and processed stuff we had. Um, I had arrived at my goal and didn't even know that I had. Now, I say I arrived at my goal, but I still haven't arrived. You know, I'm not at the ultimate point where everything we eat is whole foods and everything we eat is made from scratch. Um, I am a big believer in 80-20, y'all. I still buy cereal and crackers and granola and yogurt. Uh, I'm still making changes. There are still things that I would like to learn to do. But right now, um, the convenience factor and the time factor really are a bigger priority for me. Um, because I'm already doing so many other things, especially in this season, prepping for a garden and getting ready to grow again. Um, cereal is convenient. Um do I buy the sugar-laden, ultra-processed stuff? No. Um, we do buy healthier versions of cereal. Um, but we do buy cereal, and it's not something that we eat all the time. Like, we'll, we'll get some, and it'll last us a while. Um, but I think that so many people, especially in social media, tend to have an all-or-nothing attitude, or they portray all-or-nothing in their feed. And they make you feel like that's the only way to do it. So I really want to make sure that you understand that I eat stuff from a package, y'all. Um, I really, really focus on whole foods. And as much as possible, I make things from scratch. But there are still things that I do eat that are processed. And I believe that if you keep that 80-20 rule in mind and you focus on making 80% of your diet the most nutritious whole food made from scratch food that you can, then that 20% of the treats and the, and the process, processed things that you do eat are not going to be that big of a deal because 80% of your diet is really, really good. So I'm also learning sourdough 
and pressure canning right now. I've begun a starter. Um, I actually kind of did what I was afraid I would do, and I forgot about it for a day or two. And so right when it was getting to the point that I might could have baked with it, I forgot to feed it. And so I had to go back and feed it again and get it started again. So it's taking longer. Still have not made a loaf of bread. Um, but I'm working towards that. I'm learning how to do that. Uh, I would like to be able to replace our store-bought bread. Even if not with sourdough, with, with regular um, yeast bread at home. Because um, I feel like that it's it's got fewer preservatives and all those types of things in it. Um, it's a healthier option. It's also cheaper with the cost of things going up. Um, flour and water and salt are much cheaper than buying processed bread. And so I would much rather learn to make our own bread. And so I'm working towards that goal right now. I'm also working towards, like I said, pressure canning. I've learned to make broth in the pressure canner. Now I want to learn to can beans and meats and soups. And then I'm going to be growing green beans this summer, and I'm going to need to pressure can those. So just getting more uh, familiar with my pressure canner and being more comfortable using it. And that opens up a whole nother section of food that I can preserve that I haven't been able to before. You know, I've, I've primarily done a lot of tomatoes, pickles, and jams. And so this really opens up a whole new section of food that I can begin to preserve and stock my pantry with. Um, and then one other thing that I'm working on doing right now is working on putting together freezer meals. Um, either meals or meal components so that I'm relying less on convenient food during garden season. Because... Y'all, when you've been outside working outside in the heat all day, the last thing you want to do is come inside and stand over a stove, right? So I'm really trying to be proactive and do some things to get some convenient food ready that I can throw in a crock pot or that would be able to be like maybe marinated meat in a bag that I just take it out and lay it in the sink and then we throw it on the grill when we're ready to eat that night. Um, so... Those types of things will keep help me keep in that 80-20, right? Because if I'm not careful in gardening season, when I'm so focused on growing all that fresh, whole food that my family needs, I can get so busy with that that I don't have time to cook. And then we end up eating convenient foods all through the summer, which is kind of ironic when you're spending all that time growing good, healthy food. So I really want to make sure that um, I'm prepared for that this year. And so I'm making some changes that will um, begin to build my freezer um, with things now that will help me get through that busy season with more whole foods-based diet. Uh, I'm also still working on building my stockpile. I feel like that we have... Um, an adequate supply right now, but I'm always looking to add a little more cushion and filling gaps here and there. And I'm learning how to keep it organized. I'm not great at organization. And so that tends to be one of my weak spots. And so I'm learning different ways to store things and different systems to use so that things don't fall through the cracks and, and get forgotten about. 
So I want you to know that you don't need to build a food stockpile and cook everything from scratch all at once. Pick one thing to swap, like the butter from margarine, um, like the unbleached flour from the white flour. Um, pick something that, that is a healthier version of whatever it is you're using right now. Um, you don't have to make it from scratch, but what's a healthier version that's in the store? Um, and then learn one scratch recipe. Maybe you learn how to make taco seasoning so that you don't buy that from the store anymore. Maybe you learn how to make cornbread from scratch or brownies and you don't buy the Duncan Hines mix anymore. Whatever it is, pick one thing. Focus on mastering that one thing and then do it again. And keep doing it until you're making 80% of your food. Um, and again, I'm going to go right back to what I said in the beginning. If you have not checked out Abundance Plus, I strongly encourage you to do so. There are videos on there about cooking from scratch. There are um, there's things on there about growing your own food. There are things on there about um, meat birds and goats and chickens and pigs and cows. Um, if you want to know about all of those types of things, if you need help with a certain um, aspect of homesteading, it is a lifestyle. It's not all about location. There are things on there that show you how to do what you can with where you are. There are people on there who talk about um, how to get from where you are to, if you desire it, get to a place that you can buy land. So I really, really encourage you to check out Abundance Plus. I think it's been well worth the money for our family. Uh, I watch that way more than I do Netflix or Hulu or something like that. Um, and it's very well priced for what you get. So go to um, the link in the show notes to check out Abundance Plus. And like I said before, you can use the code FUNKY10 and um, save 10% off your subscription rate. Okay, y'all, go out there, buy two instead of one, and go find something to make from scratch and pick one thing to swap. I'll see y'all next week. Thanks for stopping by, y'all. If you're inspired by what you've heard today, the best compliment you can give me it's to share the Funky Farm Girl with your friends. You can stay connected by following the Funky Farm Girl on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Until we meet again next week, remember to bloom where you're planted.